Deadass. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, baby. What is in her name? Hi, it is your friend and partner Randall Crabmeat Thompson, Thrillist.com's Nevada representative and most undiscovered <laughs> comedian in the United States of America. One of 50. I'm one of one. One in a million. Cause that's your best. You are a crab. You're the positive crustacean force within my life. If you ever feel the need to wonder why, let me know. Okay, Crab Leah, everybody. Give it up for Crab Aaliyah. <laughs> uh, this show is sponsored by Nobody. Uh, we got affiliates and shit. I don't know who they are. Go to adamandeve.com, uh, buy a bus ticket, buy a motherfucking plane ticket. Uh, I don't know. I'll have links and other shit. I'll get better at this. Um, whatever. Blackfromthewaistdown.com. I'm sipping on Founders All Day IPA, baby. Um, that's how we're doing it. That is how we're doing it. Uh, I just sent a text message. Uh, somebody in my group chat was like, posting all of these tweets from the black voices for Donald Trump foundation, or I guess they're trying to build community centers for, uh, black people that love Trump, which is weird because even if you are a black person that loves Trump, I mean, at the most, I mean, it's, it's four more years. So, I mean, I don't know. They might be good for a good two or three. I just, I don't, I don't necessarily know why we would need community centers to affirm our blackness in our not even conservative or republican but just pro donald trump um but who knows he might be the last president ever you guys <laughs> who knows who knows oh man how are you guys doing you doing good i always talk about me how are you guys doing good fantastic i love it glad to fucking hear it man glad to hear it um i have been just loving life, ma'am. Another another beautiful, glorious motherfucking day. We're going to get into some story time today. That's what we're going to do once I figure out my little ramblings and rantings here and all the other little dumb shit that I potentially want to tell you guys. Um, I don't know. That might be it. Maybe we'll just jump straight into it. I. Uh, this is me skimming a headline. This is what this is, man. Don't, don't take this... Uh, to heart. So I suppose I read this story last night about a news correspondent. I do not keep up with mainstream news like that, let alone the people that write it. I, I suppose I have a couple of people that I like, but none come to mind. Um, ABC, the, the network ABC, uh, suspended 
a correspondent or a journalist by the name of David Wright for some things that he said uh, off camera, I suppose, in his personal time and in, in, in a personal conversation that were recorded by a group. I believe it's the OAN group. You guys might be seeing that more and more. Uh, it's, oh, um, I don't really give a shit. It's a, some weird ass fucking group. You know what I'm saying? There's just an, you know, <laughs> the alternative to Fox News. That's how far things have spun. Uh, you know, but I don't really know too much about that shit. But at first glance, it looks like uh, a beast that I've seen before. So I don't particularly fuck with that faction of news. It's Wall Street Journal or nothing, baby. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> that's what it is. Um, so he got suspended for, I guess, some anti-Donald Trump comments he made. And it didn't seem like what he was saying was so extreme. But the issue was he was suspended because he was breaching the agreement of uh, journalistic integrity and impartiality, which in this era, you everybody has an opinion, even if their opinion is, I don't give a fuck. Um, everybody has an opinion and just because they're a journalist doesn't mean that they're not entitled to their opinion and for a recording to be leaked and sent to their bosses about what your personal thoughts are in your personal time uh, I thought was a little fucked up uh, that's put me putting it nicely uh, I might call it a uh, flat-out fascism yeah I might <laughs> I might call it that um, you know, it's okay to to lie and bully other nations and things like this, but to be the person reporting it and express any kind of emotion about it, uh, apparently that's wrong, you know? <laughs> so seeing shit like that and then also knowing, again, I am not insanely informed, but who knows, I might be more informed than or just as informed as you are. Um, having, you know... Uh, a media billionaire like Michael Bloomberg be the potential other side uh, to somebody that is also trying to control the fucking media and the news, uh, as one of my friends put it, is literally like the plot of Secession. If you guys haven't watched that on HBO, I mean, it's over now. At least those two seasons are over. Um, you know, things are just getting heavy and ridiculous. And uh, I just... You know, I've already decided what my overall political stance is going to be. That way nobody comes at my head. Or you can try, but really it'll be a waste of time. Um, you know, I used to be one of those people when I was younger. I'm, you know, um, I'm 32 now. Today? I don't know. I don't know when you're going to hear this. I'm, this might be coming out on my birthday and I'm just fucking smashed off DMT somewhere. Um <laughs> Yeah, baby, I came back to podcasting, you know what I mean? I found some DMT, so now I can do it right, you know You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like I saw Joe Rogan, and I was like, baby, if I, if I want a podcast, I got to do that DMT. Uh, but in my, in my younger days, um, you know, as a, as a youngster just getting into the, the realm of expressing myself politically and exercising my political voting power as a U.S. citizen, um, a lot more on the, 
we need to change everything kind of side. And you know what? The world is fucked up and I'm going to make a difference. And oh my God, how could you not agree with the same thing that I fucking agree with? Uh, and as time goes on, I, I have refined that. I, I definitely feel that same way. I don't feel any differently, but the way you go about it and the way you talk to people and understanding the system is a weird mix of, uh, apathy, complacency, you know, maybe, um, just individualism and shit like that. So now that I'm, you know, head heading into, you know, you know what I mean? The next part of my life, thirties and beyond, uh, I really don't see the point in giving too much of a fuck. I mean, obviously, I think it's good that everybody expresses their, themselves and they have a chance to be represented. But nigga, I'm just worried about getting this money. And, you know, once I get to be 60, 65, then I'm going to re- become a Republican just like everybody else. Woo! <laughs> and, uh, and if you don't like that, then uh, you're just plain unpatriotic. Because <laughs> that's what people do, man. They start off th- thinking, man, these old people have ruined the world. And um, then they focus on themselves and whatever the fuck they want to do and make other mistakes. And then they say, wait, 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 don't take my shit. So uh, if you think I'm a dick for saying that, uh, don't don't be mad because that's, you know, what I believe. <laughs> uh, be, be mad because it's the truth. Uh, and... I don't know how possibly conservative or Republican I ever could be anyway, man. Um, I want to share with you guys my experience uh, being uh, AVN adjacent, you know what I'm saying, without getting too too ridiculously crazy, you know what I mean? I got to, I got to experience some porno scenes and, and be involved in that creatively, uh, and I didn't even have to take off my pants, so that was really fucking cool, man. Uh, <laughs> it was cool to fucking uh, be a part of that festival contest, you know, award show, uh, the adult video news sexy, sexy award show extravaganza. I felt like Kanye West, not today's Kanye West, uh, Kanye West from two years ago. Like, that's the one. What are you doing, cat? Don't freak out. And cat's freaking out as soon as I start talking about porno. Um, <laughs> talk of, talk about scaring the pussy. Am I right? Am, am I am I right? Um, I'm not right. I am actually wrong. Uh, I'm gonna punch in and be like, "Oh yeah, no, I was actually wrong. Uh, he was not right, ladies and gentlemen. He was not right." Um, so I got to do that, man. I got, you know what I mean? I got got my angles on. I got my lighting game on. You, you know what I'm saying? I had some pretzels. That was cool. Uh, I tell you, the best part about it was just uh, seeing how regular everyone is. I mean, like I know how regular people are just from my forays into the adult camboy world uh, as a as a consumer and a friend and a producer (laughs) and to use all of these technical terms um and and you know just being in vegas being being in that world in my own way because it is its own world and uh you can really do it however however you want uh i don't know if i would necessarily consider all pornography art but um you know, there is some artfulness to porno, and there's definitely uh, 
a, a business side, obviously, um, that is independent where you can uh, you can you can thrive if you don't spend uh, all your time bobbing your head up and down. Maybe you can put that nog into some other use and, uh, you know, figure out how to get ahead in the game. Aha. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're there. We're there. Uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, he was not right. He was not right. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was it was cool to see people's expectations. Some people did not have very high expectations. So being and working with uh, independent people was it was really cool to see everybody step the bar up uh, and everything be nice and professional. And then you know, spray a bitch down with oil. Like, <laughs> it's it's nice to be on uh, on on both sides. It's cool. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think definitely, definitely, uh, outside of just seeing how down to earth so many people are, and also seeing how um, how big some of these personalities are. I think the best part was uh, being in the Hard Rock for probably what will be my last time i don't have a reason to go there but who knows i might go there and fuck off um before it's actually you know something else uh it's a fun thing to do when vegas casinos close is go do that i actually have another podcast of doing that with uh alex just alex at the riviera if you look up the alex just alex podcast um there is an episode with me and him in the in the fucking Riviera while that shit was closing down, going about our lives. And it might be a nice little nostalgic touch uh, for those of you that have been following me in the podcast world or even in the comedy world in general. Uh, he's another comedian. Um, check that out. Um, the best part was going to Dunkin' Donuts and just standing in line with a bunch of porn stars. I think that that was probably the best part. Like, everybody likes coffee. Everybody likes donuts. Everybody likes sausage, egg, and cheese croissants and all of that. Um, I thought it was dope. I got to try the Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich that they had. Um, which, I don't, you know what I mean? I, I am... Not, I can't qualify myself as a vegan. I don't want to try that hard. Um, I generally avoid meat. Um, you know, unless that's the job. Ah, ha, ha. Am I right? Uh, this time, ladies and gentlemen, he was right. Indeed. Uh, for once, he was right. Uh, yeah, generally avoid meat. So some of these Beyond products, I think, are pretty fucking stupid. Because the whole point, to me... One of the main things is that you're supposed to be eating vegetables and other shit in lieu of eating meat, not looking for a meat substitute. <laughs> I don't know why, you know, uh, some people, because there are people that take on vegetarian or vegan diets and they do it in a dietary way. Um, like that's their lifestyle. Uh, in order to lose weight, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, whether it's temporary, whether it's reduction, whether it's one thing or another. Um, I think that's super dope. I think that's super cool. Um, be that you the be the you that you want to be. You know that you know me. That's why you come here for that that motivation, baby. And you got it. Ding. You got it. Clang, clang, clang with the trolley. Uh, so, yeah, you got that. Um, 
somebody was telling me like, oh, you know, I hate these, I hate these meat substitutes. They don't taste like real meat. Well, it's like, they're not. If they tasted like real meat, that'd be kind of fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> because if you were just going to only eat fake meat, why not just eat real meat? You know, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily better for you. Uh, it might be better for the environment in some ways, but there's always a cause and effect that's going to lead to, you know, one thing being negative or other. If, if everybody ate the shit all the fucking time, sure, it would cure some of the problems with the meat game. But then you have other problems, you know, that's not fucking complicated. You, you know, if you don't know that now, you know that uh, there's always another problem, gang. It never stops. You're never getting out. <laughs> Deadass. Uh, it's, it, that's what it is. But the shits are super tasty, man, and I recommend them. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but I'm going to just keep shouting out shit. That's been the theme of this whole podcast. I'm going to shout out this stuff until these niggas decide to fucking sponsor me. That's how I'm going to do it. And that's how it's going to be. <laughs> so, yeah, get yourself some fake meat. Do all that shit, man. Uh, I'm going to go listen to A Boogie with the hoodie. Um, I guess I could talk about this for a second. Uh, there was an article that came out... Uh, I cannot remember this this writer. I think it was on Stereo Gum. Somebody sent it to me. This article about A Boogie, who is a Brooklyn rapper, although you can't tell, who's kind of been um, rising in his popularity. And he got called out by saying the reason he's so popular is because uh, his music sounds like everybody else's music. It's not that it's bad but the reason that it sucks is because it's not bad enough for you to turn it off so in an era where you could just have something else come on an automatic playlist and get in there like that you know you can make yourself some quote-unquote hits and (laughs) and just cruise along which it's like that's really fucked up to call out somebody's mediocrity like that especially when they're you know they're getting streamed millions of fucking times and you know it's anybody else's dream Uh, To see that we live in an era where um, mediocrity is actually what some people are striving for. Are things that bad that that's what people are striving for? Or perhaps things are just that blase blah that, you know, being being in the middle of the road is actually the cool thing to do. Uh, Either way, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing for hip hop or creatives and shit like general. I like challenging things. now, if you can do something to make everybody like you, by all means, do that shit. Get your money. Get it. Uh, but, you know, I just thought it was poignant. The article, I believe, is called A Boogie Fucking Sucks. Uh, it hurt my feelings because I really enjoyed his album. <laughs> um, it's called The Artist 2.0. I really enjoyed it, but it's mainly because it sounds good in the car. You know, I can roll a joint to it, even though I don't smoke weed. You know, just listening to it, I'm like, I could roll a joint to this and just not smoke it. I give it to somebody else, um, or maybe I'll save it for posterity. I, I'm gonna give my grandchildren these these joints that I rolled. Thanks, a boogie with the hoodie. Uh, yeah, there's there's that fucking part, um, and that just really points to an overall thing for me is uh, fuck the mediocre niggas, man. Really, fuck that mediocre shit. If you're aiming to be in the middle, yeah, it might get you one thing or another. But um, I suppose the long game, as they call it, um, 
who will you really be? You know, you'll be you. And this is like for artists and creatives. And I, I guess it could apply to anybody. But sure, you'll be you. And, you know, your people will fuck with you. But did you, you know, I guess uh, Lupe Fiasco said this, you know, in the song, you know, I mean, literally the song Superstar is just, you know, did you improve on a design? Did you do something new? You know, and, and then just because you're old, then you're entered into these ranks of, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He, you know, he he's old and we forgot about his crimes. You know, did you improve on a design? Did you do something new? You name it on the guest list, who brung you? And that is, uh, you know, the real, the real fucking thing. Who, who is going to bring you to that level that you want to fucking be on in whatever it is that you want to be doing, all right? Who's going to get you there, baby? You know what I'm saying? You can roll with a bunch of people that are, you know, maybe helping you carry that weight, but at the end of the day, whether it's it's teamwork or a partnership, um, all of that it still hinges um, on you, and it and it's uh, contingent on, on your will to do those fucking things, and you'll get there, I think, you know, who am I? You'll get there a lot faster, uh, not by trying to stand out and, and trying to be weird, but simply by taking the things that make you unique and, and um, always viewing those things as strengths and, and emphasizing why am I different in a world where uh, niggas are the same, whether that's stand-up comedy, you know, I can speak to that personally. It's like a lot of people on the same uh, type of bullshit and what makes you unique. Um, you know, I did a show last night with, uh, I won't say every type of person, but uh, a diverse group of people and we were all doing the same kind of comedy. Um, I hate to say it was diverse because it was all dudes, but you know, it was me, another black man, white man, uh, and a uh, Middle Eastern man. I don't, you know, I'm not exactly sure, like specifically, because um, he just kept saying Middle Eastern. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not that I didn't want to know. You know. Uh, you know. <laughs> but and you know we are all doing some some bar type comedy, some stuff that is. Uh, I won't say cutting edge, but you know jokes can be offensive. You know what I'm saying? It was a dirty enough comedy show. It wasn't. It wasn't a corporate gig or anything fucking crazy like that. Um. You know, you can see why everybody stands out in this realm where we're all just trying to be, hey, I'm a douchebag dude trying to make you laugh, my dick this, bitches ain't shit that. Have you seen the news? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Um, you know, everybody stands out in their in their own way, and that's really the only way to stand above. It doesn't have to be your, your skin color or, you know, your hairstyle or your belief or anything like that. But it could help, you know what I'm saying? Uh, emphasize the things that make you special and then go out there and just be especially. Yep, that's how we're doing it. Uh-huh. Am I right? Yay, he was he was right. He was he was right. Um and that's our show, baby. Uh, uh once again, blackfromtheweighsdown.com. You can see me when you fucking see me. My name is Randall Crab Me Thompson. I eat ass, nigga.